0: Good morning. It's Last Call Wednesday. All the political news so that you could be in the know going through the election season. It's the busiest season of the year. We are the Failure Stop podcast channel, the number one channel. where first responders go to be informed and entertained. Today we have conservative Anthony and Dead Like Media down to break down all the pressing political news. Uh, We've got the more January 6th stuff, which I think is probably the biggest news today. I think everything else is borderline a distraction. Uh, this might be uh, one of the the biggest scandals that we have, that, that I've been alive for at least, and we're going to break it all down. And then we have the Montana parents who lose custody of their child due to uh, gender affirming care. We got to break down what's going on there. There's some more news on the border. We got, <laughs> uh, oh, we got so many things. We got, uh, w- what's her name? Donna, uh, McDaniel resigning out of south carolina the rnc to to get into uh lots going on here oh and Tucker carlson and his national lampoon visit to russia we got to break all that down there's so much to cover and not a lot of time to do it so without further ado hit it josh let's go
1: the growing calls across the nation to defund the police policing as we know it. Off the charts, violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is about the
0: police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run
1: towards danger when we run away from it.
0: I said there wasn't a lot of time, and boy, did I mean it because we have so many things to cover here. My thoughts are boggled, my mind is blown. Uh, I-, I told you this guy, this guy, as I told you that 2024 was gonna be absolutely next level and that things were gonna get crazy. And, and we had maybe like two or three slow news days. And, and which is like the first time that that's happened in 2024 so far in the, you know, 60, 70 days. That, or, I mean, the 60 uh, days that we've been in this month, not even maybe like 30 something days that we've been in this month. And um, and then it, all of a sudden, just a whirlwind of news coming out uh, Monday and Tuesday, a lot of going on. But before we do all of that, before we get into all that, listen, at the end of today's show, I will be doing a Patreon rant that cannot go out on regular podcasts in regards to this child being kidnapped by the government, uh, all for the sake of gender affirming care, playing politics, absolutely ruining a family's life. I've got way more to say about it. Uh, but I'm going to do that on the Patreon. So we're going to cover it lightly on here. So if you want to join our Patreon, it's like $3 a month. There's tons of extra content on there. Uh, please feel free to go and subscribe to the failure stop Patreon channel. I want to give a shout out to everybody in the live chat. David J. Fulkinator, a lot of paid members in the chats, cupcakes and cameos. Thank you guys for being here this morning. Already uh, tactical dude as always. Tyler S. Will Cray. Oh, gear goons. I don't know who that is, but I like it. I like the name gear goons. Um, I'm a bit of a gear queer myself. I like to collect some gear. Anybody else out there a gear queer? Anybody? Uh, Josh, uh, Ant, you guys gear queers at all?
1: What does what does gear queer mean?
0: Um, like a weirdo, uh, a weirdo, uh, as somebody who like just has a lot of gear, like
1: a lot of like
0: prepper, maybe like prepper gear. Oh. There's always that one asshole in the military we used okay. to call him the gear queer, where he just had all the fanciest fucking gear, just looked so, awesome, but he was so usually shit. I've
1: been, I've been getting so okay. So the wellness company, I'm not like throwing them a plug or anything, but I kind of am because I just got their. Like their med kits, yes. and there's one for COVID, and there's one for like the common colds, and then, of course, everything you need if you get sliced, cut, whatever. Um, they're amazing because I hate the hospital now. And so the fact that I have a, a, a emergency pack that has like, you know, the, um, the, uh, z-pack and ivermectin and all that all that kind of stuff that like a normal doctor wouldn't give you i'm like ready to go
0: you dude i love A-T- that they A-T- actually A-N-T. they actually yeah what is the promo code
1: a-n-t-a-n-t
0: so they hit us up about two months ago to sponsor the show i responded to the email and never heard anything back but um super jelly there because uh i don't want i want for a year
1: i'm gonna have to
0: use your promo code i'm gonna have to use your promo code Get up on that. that
1: they reached out to
0: you. Yeah, they reached out. It was about two months ago. I want to say it was like around the Christmas. Maybe it was before Christmas they reached out to us. So I was very interested. I did all my research. I hit them back. I said, you know, after doing the research, I'm, I'm all in for this. Um, You know, like, let's go. And and uh, I didn't hear back from them. Maybe, maybe I took my time. Maybe I took too much time. But, yeah, I'm a big supporter of that. So promo code ANT, A-N-T. Uh, and, and go get you your wellness kit uh, in time. But anyway, that's what a gear queer is. Um, hey, <laughs> Gary Groon says gear queers unite. Uh, yeah, man. Actually, I wasn't really a gear queer because I could never afford to be one. Um, but, but I've always like liked them. I've always been into people who are. You know what I mean? Live vicariously through them. So anyway, uh, that I sidetracked myself. Uh, Cucker Tarlson, Cucker Tarlson is in the chats. Can you believe it? Cucker Tarlson is in the chats. I thought this shit said corn up, and I was intrigued. Now I'm just sad. Well, you know, corn pop is a great shirt. That's from Red Pill Threads. Uh, Ant and I are both sponsored. Oh, and, and Josh, all sponsored by uh, Red Pill Threads. We have a lot of their their shirts. I might. Oh, I have one on underneath this. I have the uh, Globalists Are Simps shirt on. So I'm part of the cool club. It's just a little bit chilly in here. All right, guys, um, let's dive into this today. Um, I think probably the most pressing news, into like like right now, I think everything else is just minorly a distraction um, from this January six tapes. I'm and, and listen, maybe you want to argue with me on this. That's fine. I, I've all the evidence I've seen. I've tried to look at it objectively as a former law enforcement officer, former special operations. I never. I'm never going to go off of what's just in my face. If I'm watching a documentary, I don't just go off on what the documentary tells me. I, I I try to dive as deep into it and get as much. I try to play the devil's advocate. I do all the things so that I can objectively come up with, with a, a a good conclusion. And the only conclusion I can come from the J6 bombing part of the scandal is that that bomb was a hundred. I don't have any evidence that the defense didn't plant that bomb. Before we dive into this, I'm going to play a clip for you, uh, and this is at the hearing.
2: Um, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead and play this. Strengthen those policies, partly That's because— That's not our policy, though, and we fund you, so let's move on. I could do you know how the second pipe bomb— Do you? Can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not going to get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened, and you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. We've found video that looks like somebody, a passerby, miraculously found this pipe bomb at the DNC and then notified the police. Miraculously, I say, because it was specifically the same, the precise time to cause the maximum distraction from the events going on at the Capitol. Can you show this video that we have, please? I'd like to know if the director has seen this. This is somebody with a with a mask on, wearing a hat. They're walking in front of the DNC, which is out of the view on the right-hand side. You'll see him come into view. He goes to one police car, he goes to another police car. He's holding a backpack, he's got a mask on, he's talking to the police. And within a minute, they start scrambling. You'll see the camera turn to the pipe bomb, the location of the pipe bomb. By the way, that's a, I believe the Metro Police are now getting out of their car, and that's, uh, Vice President-elect's detail in the black SUV, I believe, parked about 30 feet from the pipe bomb, eating lunch. Okay, now we go over to the location of the pipe bomb, the cameras are scrambling. It, it appears to me that that's not a coincidence, that the person with the backpack who walked by that bench and then went up to the police uh, and the detail didn't didn't do that accidentally, they had a purpose in mind and then what transpired after that was the result of information that person gave to them. If that person found the pipe bomb, would they be a suspect? Well, again, I don't wanna speculate about specific individuals. I will tell you that we have done thousands of interviews, uh, reviewed something like 40,000 video files, of which this is uh, one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this gets even more weird folks, by the way, that was Republican Kentucky representative, uh, Thomas Massey, who was pressing the January 6th committee on that. Um, and, and he, there's another video, um, that we're going to play from, from Thomas Massey that, um, uh, presses them on other things like deleting text messages that were pertinent to the investigation. I think it's very strange. I think, I think it's important for the American people to know. And as I dive into this, just let me say this really, really, really quick. You guys are in the know. That's why you're listening to the show. But I know you've got friends and you've heard people around the police departments that say, I don't really like to get into the news. Or maybe, listen, if you're a military-aged male or female and you're not in the news, some kind of news, hopefully it's not mainstream media news. Maybe you're going to independent journalists, hopefully. But some way or another, if you're a military-aged fighting male or female and you are not in the news then don't you have no right or to to argue or or to get in the way of those who are following it don't pout and say like oh well make fun of these people who are on the news who are getting ready to do the prepping who are quote unquote complaining all the time because at least they're doing something because knowing is half the battle. We've been taught that since we were a kid. And it's very important that you are in the news in 2024 if you're a military age, male or female. I get it if you're retired and you want to just uh, j- just live your free life. You've done your duties. You've done your job. You, know, you just want to live out there. Good. Good for you. But for the rest of us who are enjoying all the freedoms, you have an obligation to at least know what is happening in this country and how it is being taken away. This January 6th debacle, the, the, the pipe bomb debacle that probably set off all of the melee and chaos. Because remember, after the second bomb was uh, found, oh, by the way, both bombs found within 20 minutes of the chaos. So when you see these cops divert from where they were at, they're diverting because they have bigger fish to fry. And now we know that one of those big fish to fry is that not only did you have the vice president elect at the DNC and not at the ceremony. So how does this pipe bomber know that she's going to be sitting at the DNC? How did he just happen to know that when every other vice president in history has already been uh, at the, at the ceremony and ready to go for the ceremony? the first, African, the first woman of color to get elected, the first woman vice president, but no, 20 minutes before she's still sitting at the DNC, which I've already, I've already called Capitol Police, I've already talked to, I've already seen the protocols of all the other vice presidents, and this is the first time they've seen that. And that these two pipe bombs just miraculously get found. One is found 20 minutes before this one behind a trash can, which by the way, the secret service goes and sniffs every trash can and park bench. This pipe bomb. Oh, and both pipe bombs just happened to fail because of faulty black powder, gunpowder, faulty gunpowder. So this is like the luckiest pipe bomber on earth. One, he's super lucky that they found these bombs that were inert, these inert bombs to, 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 to accomplish his mission. So yeah, the bombs didn't blow off, but at least somebody found them to create the chaos that it caused. I mean, this is unbelievable consequences here that happened. There's these two bombs were placed by FBI or FBI informants or some other government agency informants. And the police were notified right at the time that they wanted them to be notified. And they, they put inert. uh, uh, inner black powder in there so that the, the people wouldn't get killed. At least they did that. If January six is not the biggest host and the biggest scandal in this country, I don't know what is. This is how this is all being taken away from us. You understand that you're saying like now that all these bills that are coming out against the militias, Tim Kennedy just talked about it. I've got to do a whole nother monologue on that. That, that basically anything militia, you can't train military paramilitary is what this new bill that, that's going into to action is. I even had a chance to read the bill. That's why I didn't add it onto tonight today's news. But I, I just want to give you guys context on why I'm so frustrated this morning.
3: Over a thousand people have been arrested or charged with their comings and goings about January 6th. They knew what bathroom you took and how diuretic your shit was on January 6th but we can't figure out who planted these two pipe bombs? That's what you want me to believe? Okay, I'll go over here and continue huffing paint because that's what you want me to believe. It's, this is what you have. we have to look at. Not only that, we're going to get into it here in just a minute. There are evidentiary procedures for things when we're bringing evidence against people from the law enforcement side of things. There are rules and procedures afterwards that you're supposed to preserve evidence. In a case case, you know, a trial goes into appeal or, I don't know, The entire rest of the country figures out it was all complete bullshit in the first place, and we want to start sending these people to appeal. Well, we want to have some of that evidence that we convicted you on. Sorry, man. It's been deleted. After we were told you, hey, preserve the evidence, not only did we have to tell you to preserve the evidence, it's the law we're not. We're telling you to do something that's already in the books. You're supposed to preserve this stuff for at a minimum of two years, depending on the severity of the crime. So you have all of this prosecutorial effort through all of these different people for exactly what they want you to see. And when, from the law enforcement aspect of it, when you look at things like a pipe bomb a pretty goddamn big thing to have in DC, not only that, Eric will tell you the same thing I'll be able to tell you. When we do sweeps for stuff like this, when there's people of of this importance, when it's the president, the vice president, there are set, we do sweeps. There are, there are areas that are cordoned off. We have secure uh, areas that are uh, sterile areas. We have security personnel that are on it to hold these areas. We have all this stuff in place. And in that time frame, two pipe bombs got planted. Okay. And nobody's seen anything. Not only that, the pipe bombs got planted. They sat there for how many hours with timers that were meant to go off within an hour? And they sat there for how many hours after the fact where they meant to not go off in the first place? Was this all supposed
1: to be? Yeah. So
0: it was 17 hours. Go ahead, Anthony.
1: Look, I'm I'm kind of glad that, I, I know you were frustrated about J6 before, but I'm glad you're even more frustrated about it now, because I've been frustrated frustrated about it since day one. The reason why I'm so frustrated about it is because I saw the writing on the wall the second I saw this going on. I was like, fuck, here we go. They're going to use this to to make sure that Americans, and not only Americans, we're talking about the world. So any Western civilization, anybody who is part of our United Nations bullshit, okay, they wanted to make J6 the point that you can't retaliate against the government. And I'm not even saying violently retaliate. You can't even go and speak your mind and stand out front of places because they can do whatever they want. We talked about this last time. They can shut off your bank account. They can take take you to jail with without a trial. They can do all these things. Americans should be actually really, really I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. You should be scared that the government has that much overstep that they can literally put instill so much fear in a, the, the entire world saying. You're a convoy. You're you're the Canadian convoy. We're freezing your bank accounts. You were part of J six, even though there's old ladies that were standing way in the back that all they had was a flag on them. Which a majority of the people that were at J six that day that didn't enter the Capitol were peaceful, and even people that did enter the Capitol, we've seen videos of uh, Capitol police officers letting them in. And then you have the corporate media sitting on live TV on MSNBC like a beta bitch crying. That it was the most devastating day in our history. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. And people are sitting there like, yeah, it was the most devastating day. I think that it's the most disgusting thing I have ever seen happen in our entire history. And they did this to silence you. It's another way that they can have control over you. And it's working. It's working.
0: Yeah, I think the most disgusting thing is that uh, the murder that happened in the White House, uh, which was uh, they just were let Scott free. The murder of the man's butthole, um, in the in the and what was it the the library there or whatever it was uh, the Congress floor. Uh, but when he got his his b hole murdered um, from behind in the White House, by the way, this week he was just uh, he's no trouble, no charges. He's he's good to go. So you can murder b holes in the White House, just don't uh, don't walk through it peacefully after the cops let you in after capital PD, just let you go in. Cause you, will do time for that. Um, but I want to go back to this J six thing now, Kyle Serafin, and I'm going to try to get him on the show, but he isn't, he was on FBI. He, he led FBI surveillance teams. And, uh, and when he, he just recently left the FBI and, and he has an incredible story. I want to get him on here to tell that story. Um, but he told the daily wire that shortly after January 6th, a counterintelligence team met him at a firehouse in Falls church, Virginia, to brief him on his next surveillance target. They had used security footage to follow the person into a Metro station after he planted the bombs and identified the fair, identified the fare card that was used that fare card then allowed them to determine, by the way, I'm getting this from the daily wire, um, the fare card allowed them to determine that the person got off at a metro stop in Northern Virginia, where surveillance footage showed the person entering a car. Both the car and the fare card were in this, uh, in the name of the same exact person, a retired Air Force chief master sergeant who is now working as a government contractor with a security clearance seraphine and his team were assigned to stake out the person's row house for days but then the fbi blocked his request to interview the person they then called off the entire target completely and told them to uh, that it was a low priority lead and they needed to go back to other January 6th participants. So he's got a great story that, that he keeps going on. And Serafin also says that the bomber wasn't necessarily the same person of interest to whom the car and the card were registered to, but that it was a highly specific lead that it pursued, had a good chance of leading investigators to the actual suspect. But again, it was all called off. Now, it, 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 this this investigation is like at 900 and something days into this investigation. If there... I'll tell you right now, I can't think of a bigger case to solve than somebody that tried to blow up the first woman of color vice president in American history. I don't even think of a bigger news story. This is bigger than Tucker Carlson's national lampoon visit to Russia. This is extraordinary that a pipe bomb was placed within 30 feet of the Secret Service And by the way, if we watch this video, it's bizarre how it's handled. As a law enforcement officer, I cannot imagine. If you told me that there's a bomb there, (laughs) one, I'm going to get out of my car very quickly. And I'm going to try to figure out who the fuck you are They just told me there was a bomb over there. You're not just going to walk off with your backpack and mask and just walk off. Now, I think that they do know. I think that they have come out and determined that this was an officer, an undercover covert officer that miraculously finds this pipe bomb that's been sitting there for 17 hours and 20 minutes before the ceremonies before one o'clock began before the chaos ensues at the the western side of dc or the white house they find this pipe bomb. just what what a miraculous timing on all of this by the way but this whistleblower is coming out and saying not only did they have, sur- they have video of the guy, but they were able to track his fare card and they were actually within distance to interview him or to have what they call a bump where it's like you accidentally run into the guy and like, hey, oh, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, quick question, you know, and have a a, a voluntary encounters is what we call it. They call it a bump, in, I guess, in the FBI land.
3: Yeah, or like this, I don't know. You're going to have to, for come out and explain to me why. Why you wouldn't want to talk to this person? You don't even call. You don't even have to call him a suspect. You call him a person of interest because he's a person that's up. interested, has involvement with this potential case here. But we're just going to go, okay, we're right here, literally ready to knock on the door. Hey, no, don't do that. Well, you want to know why? Because they know who it is then. You don't want to talk to them because you know what the answers are. You don't need to waste your time because you set it
1: up. And by the way, before you can even go, and now I can say this for certain because I've been to Mar-a-Lago multiple times or anywhere where there's Secret Service, you need like 72 hours before to do a full background check and approval in order to even step foot anywhere around somebody who's protected by Secret Service. Like, there's a whole process that needs to happen. So it's like, the fact that this was like, this even happened is, is curious
0: to me well it's it's embarrassing too by the way that's a good service that they're going to allow a pipe bomb to be that close uh to the vice president to be um at the dnc that's pretty fucking embarrassing that they couldn't find that and, and it's more embarrassing that none of us are really talking about it that nobody's you know that mainstream media isn't just uh, you know for for me this is one of those stories that you blow out of proportion like it's kind of a it's not even kind of it's a really really big deal and it's not subjective. Like, everybody in the... Like, if this was any vice president, and it, it, I, I just don't understand how we're just kind of letting this one slide under the radar. Play this next video for us, dead leg. Um, and not only do we have all this, but now... Member
2: Thompson, Were you chairman of the January 6th committee? Yes. And what, what was the purpose of that committee? To look at the facts and circumstances that brought about
3: uh, the actions of January 6th and make recommendations as to congress and and that it would not happen again
2: and so th- it included things up to january 6th and and also including the day of january 6th mm-hmm. that's correct is it true that the secret service cell phone records were deleted for that day on january 6th i'm not certain that all of them we had difficulty uh, getting some of them. Was your investigation hindered in part by the deletion of those Secret Service text messages? We could have had a, a better and more thorough uh, report
3: had we had access to all those records.
2: When did you discover those messages were deleted? During the course of the investigation. Who, who was the... Uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security at that time? January. No, when you discovered the messages were deleted. Alejandro
3: Mayorcas.
2: Secretary yeah. <laughs> Mayorcas was the Secretary of Homeland Security when you found out those messages were deleted.
3: Uh, yes, as, as best I can recollect.
2: Do you, do you recollect making this statement uh, with Ms. Cheney? Uh, And I'll ask to submit this for the record. It's a July 20th, 2022 statement by Thompson and Cheney on the United States Secret Service's response to select committee subpoena. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but here you, here, I believe you said four house committees had already sought these critical records from the Department of Homeland Security before the records were apparently lost. Additionally, the procedure for preserving content prior to this purge appears to have been contrary to federal records retention requirements and may represent a possible violation of the Federal Records Act. The select committee is seeking additional Secret Service records as well. Every effort must be made to retrieve the lost data as well. Do you still believe there may have been a violation of the Federal Records Act? Yes. And right,
0: you can stop it there. You can stop it there. Um, it's it's just, you know, it's another play out of the Clinton playbook. So, you know, all of this information that we want to have, we want to paint this whole picture, you know, and, and that just goes to show you, if you're having to delete important text messages, I know I was a police officer. I don't even send texts when I was a cop from my own personal cell phone. You had a burner phone as a cop. That's why cops have two phones. And it's because when you send text from one phone that you just expect that when the investigation, it's the fan, they're going to take your phone. So if you got any pictures on your phone, if you've got any text message on your phone, so you've got one phone that you don't do any business on. You don't talk to any other cops on it, you don't do anything because you know that there's a, there is a high probability or possibility that you're going to get wrapped up into some investigation and they are going to take your cell phone if you use your cell phone. I had a young man die in the backseat of one of our patrol cars on an investigation that I was privy to. And what do you think the first thing that they went and did? They went and pulled everything that had any bit of evidence because that's somebody who died in custody. Now, thank God I didn't send any text messages to my, uh, my sergeant or anything during that time. I did everything over the radio traffic. But oftentimes as a cop, you don't want to tie up the radio. And so you send text messages back and forth because it's easier and you don't have to have the whole city who you know is trying to listen up on your conversation. Uh, you send text messages. So the, the fact that the Secret Service is deleting text messages on something that they know, they know it's apparent, like it's common sense that they're going to want to know everything that happened that day. You know, you, that would be one place where I would be like, I'm not, I'm using my burner phone the whole day so that when they go in, when I have to turn in my phone, the notepads that you have in your pocket, every name that you take down on that notepad for that day, I still to this day have boxes of those notepads. In, in my closet that my wife keeps cleaning out and says, can we go ahead and get rid of these notepads? And I'm like, no, because every one of the notepads that I kept have a federal case and federal cases, you know, they're good for 20 years. And mm. I don't want to be the guy that do- just miraculously doesn't have his notes. And I'm a nobody. So these secret service, somebody's deleting their text messages, one, they know better. And two, you cannot tell me the only reason you would delete your text messages if you is if you knew you fucked up or you know it it's going to look bad.
1: Yeah. 100%. I agree with you. So I just got, so we're halfway through. I just want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat today, because while we were doing all this, you guys were all making me laugh. You have now coined our show on Wednesday, pretty much since it's hump day as pantsless Wednesday. I just want to give a shout out to everybody that has continuously said that they're not wearing pants today for the best pantless selfies you can send them to eric tansy's instagram or my instagram (laughs) and i will sign a patriot hat and i will pick the best one and send it to you um i agree with you it. (laughs) well you can't win this tansy you can't win this
0: are we doing this if i get swatted right now if i get swatted right now just know that my pants are around my ankles and I'm just wearing my my uh my my uh, underwear. Hey, so cupcake, um,
1: cupcake, pantless or pantyless. Either way, some guys like to wear panties. It's weird, I know, but I, I I've heard this before. So either way, send them to Eric Tanzi or Deadlegs uh, Instagram messages or mine if you're not following me on Instagram already. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Falconator. absolutely. I'm still haven't chosen the right one. I have like a slew of hats that I'm willing to sign. And like, if y'all actually send me the best selfies. Um I will I will I will pick one and I will sign and send you the hat. I'm just saying.
0: I just gotta pull my pants up.
1: (laughs) You lost already. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I like that color though. I I do need to get a color like that. I love that. Uh
0: yeah, a little seafoam graham underwear. Um, <laughs> listen, today's show is brought to you guys by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack or you can use forward slash Ant because Ant has a, a promo code with ghostbed as well. They've been a loyal sponsor since day one and we absolutely love them. Guys, please don't forget. Now is the day. Today's the day. Don't wait any longer. Don't procrastinate any further. If you're going to get her a Valentine's Day gift, if you're going to get him a Valentine's Day gift, I suggest that you go to ghostbed.com right now and grab him a pillow, grab him the ghost bag pillow, use the promo code 50% off right now. Get the cooling sheets, get the uh, bed warmers, get the adjustable base, get any of the mattresses. Uh Anthony and, and, and I have been down to the ghost bed facility. We have laid on these, we've laid on all sorts of different ghost beds. Probably every ghost bed that's ever been made, we've laid on it. We actually got to see the original um, prototype, which was really, really cool. Promo code ANT. Uh if you wanna, if you wanna go over there and get you a ghost bed today. Um, and we really appreciate that, uh, 0% down 0% financing. And that's even if you have a Tucker Carlson credit, um, <laughs> uh, so we appreciate you guys for that. Uh, also factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack five zero meal planning to the next level. If you are, uh, if you are a law enforcement officer, if you're a first responder, you know, we know that your days are busy. And, and you've got a lot of things on your plate. You've got core prep. You've got gun quals. You've got, if you're a medic, you've got all your other qualifications, CPR and, all, you know, all the things that you guys do. I don't know what firefighters do all day long. Who knows? But, you, you know, one thing you don't have time for is meal prep. And right now you can go over to uh, factormeals.com forward slash wolfpack50 and choose from there hundreds of menu items and options they've got calorie conscious protein heavy they got vegan they got keto they got uh vegetarian if you're if if, whatever your diet is whatever you got going on right now factor meals has something for you they've got the breakfast shakes they got the smoothies they got the breakfast uh they they got the brector factor meals these are delivered straight to your door fresh and never frozen uh really nice packaging by the way dry ice um, at the bottom there. So it just keeps everything really cool. Uh, the packaging is beautiful. So when you take it to work, it looks all organized. You're not going to feel like a peasant at the table with your peanut butter and jellies or your bolognese. You can put that in the microwave. The two-minute microwave that you get from uh, Walmart will suffice. And uh, in two minutes, you have a fresh chef prepared meal i'm talking bacon ranch with green beans you can do a, you can have a fillet right now they've actually got a valentine's day special where you can get a meal for two and you can heat this thing up in 2 minutes plate it and dish it out she'll or he or whatever your partner is will think that you actually prepared this meal yourself and um and you'll just get extra points and then you can lay her down on that ghost bed lay him down on that ghost bed and you can get to work baby so uh we're all about mental wellness and mental wellness starts with a good night's sleep and healthy
1: dieting yes and um i am down 20 as of today starting from basically january 1st i started i'm down 22 pounds today dang dude
0: dude um look, speaking of losing pounds i was gonna make a joke there and then uh, i lost the joke and i didn't make it but um margaret owens folks uh margaret owens on our monday show comedian margaret owens um she came out on our show i did not know what was going to happen Monday night. She came out as a conservative Republican voting for Donald Trump as a black female voting for Donald Trump. She's voting for him. Um, And it was epic. So we put that reel up on our Instagram, go over to our Instagram and follow it, but very brave. Right. And you know how it is. You came out as conservative.
1: Um, yeah, I you know, it was um, it was that that point where somebody wakes when you wake up. I think it's an awakening when you wake up and you start and something clicks. It's like that. Oh, shit moment. I had that back in um, the first time I voted for Donald. It was 2015. My partner and I both had that oh shit moment where we we're like, oh my God. So yeah, I mean, hey, I came out twice basically, you know. Right. I think it was harder to come out as conservative than I, coming out as gay. That's a cakewalk. I mean, y- you yeah. know. So it, yeah. it's, it's just a different time right now. And I think that once, and conservative doesn't mean you're Republican. It doesn't mean that you're extreme. It just kind of means that you are, you have common sense. <laughs>
0: so uh everybody go over to the failure to stop instagram page please and leave margaret a uh a comment a, a happy comment uh even if you're not a republican maybe you're a democrat and that's okay it's still hard for for uh you know for somebody to come out live on a podcast and uh announce their uh political affiliation in times like these so uh all the power to you there margaret we uh we salute you for doing that. Uh, we got a couple of stories to dive into today. We're going to get to the Tucker Carlson thing in just a moment. Um, this is the second biggest story in the news. And I can't wait to get this uh, this take from you. But a I you know this is, and I'm going to do a Patreon on this after the show, so you, I, I won't rant too hard today. Right now, I'll do it on Patreon. But this is about a child who was kidnapped by the government. This happened in August of 2023, so only about six months ago. Um, uh, Todd Colstad, who's the father, of the stepmother Krista. Uh, they, they raise their their 14 year old daughter the best they can now listen uh, I, you guys know I'm a family man and I talk a lot about family and raising kids um, first off is first I always say that your kid already has a disadvantage when he comes from a divorced family uh, kids that come from divorced family it's different for everybody but for a lot of them they there are traumas there uh, from an early age fighting arguing bickering uh, they don't really get a sense of fairness as a child on what's fair, getting to see one adult, uh, for two days a week versus five days a week, or sometimes over the summer, uh, there's just a lot of traumas that go into divorce. And that's why I'm so, uh, if you can work it out, if you can figure it out, if you can find the love, you know, I always a- encourage people to do so. Um, all my friends who have ever gone to therapy it's never worked and the divorce seems like it's been worse than anybody else's. So I don't know if I reckon in therapy so much, um, or at least find a very good therapist, maybe like a church based therapist. But, uh, I, I don't have friends that have had very good luck with, uh, with going to counselors, you know, uh, marriage counselors. I, I don't know why I, it scares me. I, I was just working with a friend and he's, really convinced that the counselor convinced his wife to get a divorce like they weren't it wasn't even really on the table and now all of a sudden it is on the table and he doesn't even have a chance to say his side of the story i don't know what his side of the story is all i'm saying is if you're if you can make it work in a marriage make it work and if you can't be very selective on on what your counselors are telling you and that they're not just uh they're not just trying to collect a paycheck out of you so um you know what I'll I mean? Because it's, it's like a it's like a it's like one of those auto mechanics. I, listen,
1: I, it, it's in, in so sorry to, uh, dead leg to interrupt I you, but I, I felt like this back when like my mother passed away in, in you know, ni- 1998 and I was in junior high and high school and they wanted me to see a counselor. And, it was, and I, you know, I sat there and I looked at the counselor. And I'm like, did you lose a parent? And she's like, no, then what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, it's like, you know, what I'm saying it's 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 money that's given. I, I mean, I also we all we kind of grew up in a generation where it was like, I'm depressed. I need a psychiatrist. My dad's like, no, you need your ass whooped. And you need to go to fucking work. Um, so it was a totally different generation that we grew up in. But I don't think you need to be giving these people this money. I've heard this before, too, Tansy. People are like, I'm, I'm convinced that the marriage counselor made us get it. Actually had us divorce each other rather than <laughs> fix each other. Uh, if you can make your relationship work, great. You don't need to pay somebody to tell you that you you can do that. And if you can't do it, then just move on.
0: Yeah. And you got to keep it. You got to think about the kids the entire time Um, before you play these battle of wills where I want this, I want that, or he's not being fair. You got to put the kids first. Like, is it worth it? Is it traumatizing the kid? But anyway, we have a child here that's 14 years old who seems to be and listen, guys, maybe you're a therapist. I'm not saying all therapists are bad, okay? What I'm saying is is not not all mechanics are bad, but sometimes you take oh. your car in to get an oil change, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're getting, you know, new tires, new belts, and your radiator's shot and blown, and you're spending a whole bunch of money. Uh, when you could have went to another mechanic and they'd been like, eh, actually the belt was fine and you didn't really need it. I, that's all I'm saying. I just do, do your research before you get all involved. Make sure you're seeing somebody that has a good track record. You don't want, you don't want to go and be like, oh, that, that therapist was the best. We got a divorce and I got everything. Well, I, eh, I don't know if that qualifies for, for a victory or not, but, uh, just do your due diligence here. In this case, the 14 year old girl, 14 is a tough time, man. It was a tough time for me. Um, I had a, you know, I think 13 and 14 were my worst years. I now know why that was because of puberty and everything, but it's, it's a hard time, man. There were, there were times that I, I didn't feel suicidal, but I didn't have an option to feel suicidal. I knew that, you know, even being alone even trying to get away from the house and disappear would worry my mother to death i i could never imagine putting my mom through something like suicide but that's because i was so loved by my mom that suicide wasn't an option so it didn't matter how mad i was about at anybody else i didn't have the option of committing suicide because i didn't want to hurt hurt my mother and my mother's feelings. But this girl's at 14 years old. She wants to commit suicide. Um, and she makes some claims over social media as I understand it and CPS gets involved and the suicide had nothing really to do with gender affirming care. It hadn't even been brought to the parents' attention of whether they could say yes or no to gender affirming care. Uh, this was, she was mad, uh, at, 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 you know, uh, boy problems and girl problems and school problems. And she says she's, she's going to commit suicide. And so the uh, Child Protective Services uh, getting involved, a caseworker comes to speak with the teen and inspect the house where Jennifer claimed that she drank toilet bowl cleaner and took ki- painkillers in an attempt to take her life, even though when she got to the hospital there were no related symptoms. This all happened in Montana. Uh, and they tested the hospital so that she didn't actually consume any toxins. Now, the, the hospital holds her for way longer than possible and the parents are actually kind of put on trial at the hospital it gets to the point where the nurses don't like the parents. I've dealt with this as a law enforcement officer before. Um, I felt that parents have been unjustly treated uh, by the nurses because they think that they know more than everybody else. Uh, I was there for a child abuse case and I already had proof and evidence that no child abuse had happened, that, that the child had actually, uh, sat in a pot of boiling stew at two years old, um, that they were burning on a turkey burner. And, um, and it panned out. There was actually witnesses and everything else, but the the nurse was, you know, convinced that they were using this as a, uh, as her words were at the time, where this is very popular in the Mexican culture to burn their children to teach them a lesson. I was like, man, that's new to me in the Mexican culture, and that sounds a little bit racist. But in this case, um, I'm a little bit appalled by how the nurses treated the parents. Now, I don't have the nurse's side of the story in this, but as the parents tell it, um, at one point the the 14-year-old, um, we'll call her Jennifer for the sake of, of the show, since that we're not going to disclose her real name, but she's given food in the hospital. And the mom says, hey, you don't eat the sweets until you eat all the nutri- nutritious parts of your meal first. The nurse then yelled out, don't worry, once she leaves, we're going to get you a banana split. Oh, my God. Uh, it- and so this all starts with the nurses and everything going along with this for me a mental illness of calling this child by the wrong gender by 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 the gender she wants to be called to by versus the gender she was actually born with and the hospital plays along with it even though the parents said no we're not doing this with her like we're not we're not playing into these mental issues of you know life is hard life sucks you got divorced parents and now you want to change your gender that's not how this works the hospital wasn't having any of it
1: <laughs> so yeah, not everyone. to take away from this sorry 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 like so yep. not to take away from this story real quick before I forget because I have it written down I uh, th- another story uh, this month came out out of Peoria, Illinois, okay a little bit of a different situation still the same in the hospital industry. A mother has a child that has cancer. She wanted to get a second opinion because the chemotherapy that they were about to give her child, was super intense and could possibly kill Okay, yeah. kid. Right. And we, we all know chemotherapy can deteriorate you. It's all that kind of stuff. She said, you know what? Thank you. I would like to get a second opinion before I go ahead and decide which kind of treatment. DCFS in Illinois came in and took the kid away from the parent and gave him the chemotherapy that the first hospital recommended anyway and said that it was negligent of the parent
0: yeah well, i'm gonna do a huge rant uh on patreon about all of this and you're more than welcome to join me right after the show if you got time but i'm gonna go all i'm just gonna go all out on it i don't i don't want to do it here though um because we'll get kicked off of the youtubes so it, it, as the story goes on um, the hospital uh sh- they, they stretched out the hospital stay for multiple days we know that there's usually like a 48 hour hold on on suicidal patients they held her a lot longer um and uh I got a note here. It says Jennifer identified as a male and wanted to be called Leo. And the parents were like, no, we're not doing that. Um, this is a quote from the mom or, or uh uh from the dad. I think it says we were very clear to the emergency room staff as well as CPS that this goes against our values, our morals, and our religious beliefs. Um Chris DeColse, recalled so recall that the, uh, accusing the hospital of consistently undermining her again, I told you about the ice cream thing, um, where she wanted the, the child to eat nutritious foods first. That's all she said. She said she wasn't mean about it, but she was like, listen, I mean, just cause you're in the hospital doesn't mean that we still don't abide by the rules. My kids have the same exact rule. There is no dessert until, you know, uh, your greens have been eaten off your plate. And so for a, a, a snooty little nurse to be like, "Work, don't worry when they leave, we're going to get you a banana split. Go fuck yourself, bitch. Um, uh CPS most, showed up. Go ahead. Other I was going to say for
3: most other adult decisions, you have to be 21 to vote. You have to be 21 to purchase a rifle. Or 20, 18 to purchase a rifle, 18 to vote, 21 to get a crystal. You have to be 21 to get cigarettes in a lot of states now. 21 18 to, to get, get a tattoo. States, 18 to yes. get a tattoo. We have all these laws and regulations for things that put a minimum restriction on age things except this one life altering decision because why? Like, okay if we're gonna if this is gonna be okay then guess what there's no cps because we don't need it anymore children are now adults they can make their own decisions at four years old if they want to cut their little peepee off guess what cut it off you're four years old enjoy that little nub you're gonna have there for the rest of your life you're four
1: you're gaping Wait. hole you're you're since, maggot hole
3: This when a parents We've taken the ability for parents to be parents away from parents. You know what? If my kid is sitting there eating in the hospital and I tell him, Hey, you need to eat the nutrient things first instead of the, you know, the fatty stuff, the things are going to help you get better. You know, things that are good for your health. Maybe the fatty stuff is something that's detrimental and eating disorders and all the other shit that happens with, you know, adolescent teenagers between the ages of 12 and 17 years old, you know, one of the most formidable times of our, our life, like, we're not reinventing the wheel here, people. This is very simple stuff. Just stay out of kids' lives. Let's kids be kids first. Let's let them screw up on their math homework a little bit. Draw outside of the pictures. Fall down on their bicycle. Let's not worry about what we're going to cut off our dick and who we're going to be sleeping with and what mommy and daddy are doing. Like it, None of that matters. Let kids be kids.
0: What
1: you got, Anthony? This is why I was this is why I, I'm so disgusted by this alphabet community, and i'm i'm I've never wanted to be a part of it, but i'm I never want to be a part of it now, especially. And this is what they try to do to you guys, okay, as parents. They claimed that you were they said that you were a domestic terrorist if you went to a school board meeting and went against the board. They've been planning to do this. Here's my conspiracy mind. Uh, real quick, that I just wrote down while we were talking about this. You talk about um, our, our adoption um, adoption process and DCFS and all this shit here in the United States. It is a way for them to fuel the trafficking that goes on here in the United States of America because we are the number one trafficked country in the world, okay? And they're putting these kids into the system to put them into homes that are filled with disgusting pigs that just want your children, it's like a monster being fed, okay? And they want to disengage children from their parents and the only way to do that is through the LGBTQ plus, whatever the fuck their community is, and to fill their brains in schools and then fill the nurses' brains in colleges with woke agendas to then go against the parents later and destroy them from the inside out, Put them back into this, put them back into or put them into the adoption system where they'll never get adopted. They will only be uh, fostered by uh, very bad people.
0: Yeah, So so CPS shows up to this home and and they serve them with papers to take Jennifer out of the care uh, the family alleged. They told me that the reason was that they were unable or refusing to provide medical care and that's just not simply true. true. Jennifer returned in September to Montana Youth Facility where where she actually remains right now. Earlier this month a court put the teen in the custody of CPS um, where they were told that they are letting Jennifer transition and live as a boy. Um, They're giving her therapeutics that are in her best interest and because we aren't willing to follow that recommendation the court gave cps full custody of jennifer for 6 whole months just enough time to to let this transition period our family has been destroyed by this they said we have little to no contact with jennifer and our rights as her parents have been trampled on the Cole said said that the child is going to be placed with her biological mother in canada which worries them because they don't believe that she is fit to care for jennifer with whom she has not had much of a relationship with um and this is just bonkers i also read in another article. That Jennifer was 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 going to church of her choosing, but they wouldn't allow the parents to know what the name of the church is. Uh, just to give you a glimpse of what I'm going to be talking about on the Patreon, this is a hill I'm absolutely willing to die on as a as a parent, and um and and that's all I'll say about it until later. Um, I, th- just the audacity of this story is bonkers. Um, you know when I was a kid. No, I'm going to save it for Patreon. Let's go on. We got to move on. We got 10 more minutes here. Let's get onto this Tucker Carlson uh, vacation here. Uh, so Tucker Carlson, listen, he said back on Fox News that one person that he really, really wanted to interview and that he was going to interview him at some point in his career. That's the kind of guy Tucker is. He's a man of his word was Vladimir Putin. Putin? So it wasn't there. Was, this isn't like a this isn't like an awe shocking moment that he finally landed the deal um, I mean there are several people that I'm going to interview in my lifetime and I've put those aside and, and I've worked very hard to try to to get them on these shows and and eventually I'm going to get them on the show and then uh, and then I'll tell you guys so um, no surprise here that he landed uh, but you know, of course, the media has to distract from the J6 bomb stuff. They have to distract from the border crisis, which, by the way, Al Sharpton called it a crisis. Right. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden deteriorating and saying just some wonky stuff this week. You already say he had lunch with the uh, uh, like like a French prime minister that's been dead since like 96. Did you see that? Not
1: Yeah. Not to mention Joe Biden just yesterday was um, also... um there's they're, they're not uh, accusing him or, or whatever of mishandling uh, documents from his home, so that was another distraction. Listen, I just made a video about this, you guys can go find it on my socials. I, and all of time, we have had people interview serial killers, murderers, rapists, pedophiles, everything that is the most mind blowing and disgusting. I mean, Osama bin Laden. Locking-
0: Castro Chavez was it? Barbara Walters went and fucking interviewed him and he, we were at war with him. We're not even at war with Putin.
1: Yeah. I mean, Osama bin Laden came to the United States one time to actually be interviewed with our president at the time. So the fact that the left wing media is calling this treason by Tucker Carlson, excuse me, we've been feeding how much of the American money into this war I deserve to know why either you started it, Putin, or why, why, why is either why you started it, or maybe there's a reason why you started it. We didn't know that. And that's, that's the thing is maybe they don't want us to know the shit that Ukraine did to Russia to poke the bear and push him in the I'm not saying I agree with Putin. I'm not. I, I, the, the, that's not what I'm. I'm not saying that I. Yeah, I listen, I've wanted to kick
0: Russia's ass since Rocky Five or Four, but, but whatever just, it was.
1: But you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. And it actually, if I did support him, there's people that were writing letters to John Wayne Gacy. So like, are you, you know a serial killer like, if you wrote a letter? Okay? <laughs> Hollywood just made Gypsy Rose, who who conspired to kill her mother. A literal Hollywood icon, but you can't go and interview Vladimir Putin. Give me a fucking break.
0: Well, you can't what? interview anybody because Zelensky will throw you in prison for it if you are a uh, a journalist, or kick you out of the country if you're exactly. a journalist trying to do real journalism. So, who else are you going to talk to if you can't talk to Zelensky and have a call, and have any kind of a, a normal interview? About the state of Ukraine, about where it's going, about the efforts, about what the plan is. You all, you all, the all the get from from uh, Zelensky is begging for more money and kind hey, of like a sob story.
1: Hey, cool dude. I, yeah, we don't have to trust anything Putin says, but do we trust anything our own government says? Do we trust anything that uh, Zelensky says? I mean, at the end of the day, let's at least have a conversation with the asshole.
0: Yeah. So that that interview drops. What is it tomorrow that it drops? I believe, um, it was shot on Tuesday. Yeah. Free to everyone. It's going to be on X. It's going to be all over the place. Um, and maybe we'll do a follow-up Patreon special on our thoughts, our kind of commentary on, on that because I think that's really big news. And it's important to know your enemies, right? Like that That's what you should know. You should know your enemies inside and out and you should know where they're coming from. Um, I want to know if, if I'm going to war, if I'm going to fight somebody, I want to know as much about them as I possibly can, where their headspace is. I want to know what propaganda they're feeding their people. Or what you know. So you know, I have no problem with Tucker Carlson going over there or any reporter going over there as long as they're not going over there to simp. And, and if Tucker Carlson goes over there and he's like a little simp bitch to Putin and he just throws himself Balls, and and i'll call tucker out for it and say like eh, yeah cloud chasing clown i'll do it but you know what like i should have the freedom to be able to hear that and make those opinions uh right. on my own
1: and you know what and one more thing is um you know in ukraine and russia both young men are dying for their country there are innocent people that live in russia and innocent people that live in ukraine so if this is also going on doesn't the world deserve to hear why their brothers and sisters and cousins had to go to war for these two leaders, for these two countries? What happened? Don't they deserve that at least piece of information? I think so.
0: I Yeah, I, I think they, they do as well. Don't forget, guys, that we're actually bombing like four countries because one country bombed us in another country. So we got that whole debacle to go into, but that'll save that for Patreon as well. Um, so yeah, we're going to look forward to the Tucker Carlson thing. Listen, if you're um, still listening right now, uh, 99% of you guys our uh, fellowship, are listeners. We have very few that are actually watching it. Um, for those few that are watching it, hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment and hit like on this. But more importantly, those who are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, we're not asking for a tip. We're not asking you to be a paid member to our Patreon. Um, but what we are asking for is a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. It's free content five days a week to keep first responders informed and entertained. Take time out of your day, out of take a moment of your time to help us keep the show going. And that's, literally driven by ratings and reviews because that's what the charts want to see. They don't care about anything else. How many super chats we get or how many tips, although the super chats and the, the Patreons, and everything help us to fund all of this, which as you can see, the sets are getting better. The mics are getting better. The internets are getting better. Everything's getting better. And that's with all the money that you provide to this channel. So thank you. But um, to keep us alive and thriving, we really do count on those uh, re- re- written reviews. Uh, what? what you, why are you shaking your head?
1: Because Will... What do you say? I'll give you the tip.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, our chats are the best. If you guys want to join our chats, we're up on Rumble. We're up on YouTube and um, and the YouTube chats. You don't have to be a paid member, but a lot of the people in green are all paid members. So um, it's fun to be in the live chats and 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 going. And we make sure that we always try to read the paid members and stuff. But uh, um uh, guys, listen, uh, You know, just to close us out really quick, um, the RNC uh, chairwoman Donna McDaniels, she resigned uh, fiscally irresponsible. I got no problem with it. She's done a poor job raising money for the Trump campaign uh, for her own campaign. And, um, I, I, you know, listen, th- there's more to that story. We didn't get a lot of time to cover it but she did resign and I guess she's due to speak with Donald Trump and hash it all out uh, in the coming days. So, um, you know, there's that that's going on in the news if you want to pay attention to that. And then we also have uh, Mayorkas impeachment failed. Um, we kind of knew that was coming. I think that was a very uh, kind of a loose impeachment there. Um, it was kind of a nice try. I never saw high, I never had high hopes for, for that going on, especially based on on the, the border crisis, you know, uh, the, the border is Biden's baby. You know, that's what, that's what he won. He, he won the election on not building the wall. And, and now it's been on principle that he's not going to build a wall. And this is the hill that the, the Biden administration has chose to die on. And they're dying very, very slowly on that hill because even Al Sharpton, is speaking out against what's going on in the border um he finished out 2020 with 91 of the black votes in the primaries um in this election it's in it, a record for the republicans uh 42 of the black vote is now going to republicans it's the first time in, in uh in our history that we've been alive that that's happened um and and that's all mainly to do with the economics and the border and as we know that the border is not helping economics in this country at all. So if you're in your cop car and you're wanting something more to look into, um, those are two more stories that we didn't collect today, but you know, there's lots of information out there and I don't think that you should lose it. But I think the big story here and what the big outrage is and what you guys should all be tweeting about and doing your own, uh, independent research on is this J six bombing, the government folks, the important takeaway here is that the government planted those bombs on January 6th to cause melee and chaos. And it all adds up, uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi denied the chief of the Capitol Police for three weeks straight on getting additional support for what they the intel that they had that this was going to be uh, an inauguration like they had never seen before, and that they requested the National Guard, they were denied. They requested Metro PD, they were deco- uh, they were denied. They requested to to bring in all of their assets from Capitol PD, and they were denied all of that because they wanted them to be short staffed also these bombs pop up at the worst time on two different sides of the event to really spread Uh, the police as thin as possible to cause absolute chaos. And that is all unraveling in the evidence that the mainstream media is failing to provide you. And that's why independent journalism and podcasting is so important. That's why it's important for you to do your part. That's why I said at the beginning of the show, if you're a military age fighting, a a military fighting age, male or female in this country, I'm not saying you have to be a fighter. I'm not saying you have to join the military or anything like that. But what I'm saying is it's at least your obligation to know what's going on in this Country, so that we can ha- make sure that we sustain an amazing country for generations to come and knowing is. Half of that battle. So it is your job to get in the fight. It is your job to go out and seek out this information and to know and to understand it. And if at anything, at least to help guide other people to find this information for themselves. From myself, conservative Anthony and Deadleg Media, this is Last Call. Um, please follow Last Call on Instagram. Follow Favor to Stop on Instagram. Conservative Ant, Red Pill Threads, Ghost Bed Factor Meals, everybody that keeps this show going. Ted Leg Media, um, stick around for the Patreon to follow. It won't be a very long Patreon. It's just going to be a rant uh, uh, about this uh, kidnap, the federal government kidnapping of children. Um, you know, and I know that it's definitely going to keep me out on uh, on a watch list. And what are you doing? You're giving away a hat, a signed, autographed Patriot hat uh, for anybody that sends the best underwear picture to. I guess what is it? Who, who are they sending the I underwear endless. picture to? Oh, pantless. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see underless pictures. No, Yeah, you're right. No, I don't want to see anybody's fucking hatchet wounds or D-picks or any of the sorts. No, pantsless, pantsless.
1: (laughs) Hey, you told them to send me D-picks last time. So I'm going to do the same thing. But this time you get for the best one a signed hat.
0: Yeah, but in order to pick out the best one, Ant's gonna have to judge it. So he's gonna see all the pantsless pictures that are sent and um and then he'll pick out the best one and autograph you guys at so uh have I fun with that all. i guess have fun with that we do have the best live chats uh, in, in all the podcasts i really i just love it and and we love being a part of it so thank you guys all you guys are the real heroes and and everybody that's sitting in your first responder vehicles listen to this i mean we're um almost a hundred thousand downloads a month uh, and that's incredible and the the private messages that we get from from first responders all across the country it means everything to all of us so Thank you guys so much for my service, and um and we'll we'll get up with you guys soon. Follow us over on Patreon. We got more over there. Uh, until next time, guys. Guns up, giddy up.